Hello, I'm Todd Starnes, lead pastor of Odessa First Assembly, and I'm grateful that you joined us today. I hope and pray that this message will encourage you and bless you. And remember, you can find more information about us at odessafirstassembly.com. God bless you. Is now 2020, and um, it has a whole new meaning, doesn't it? When we think of hindsight being 2020, um, everybody says, "Woohoo! <laughs> hindsight is 2020. It's the past." Um, but um, we were all glad that 2020 was over, and then January 1st came, and we realized it's all the same, right? <laughs> it was just a piece of paper that we turned over, and there's not just a ton of things that that really changed so far. Um, but I was thinking of how when my grandparents, when I was little, I would hear them say, well, back in 1932, and um, did y'all ever hear, you know, and I would think, how in the world do they remember that year, 1932? I mean, this is like a long time ago, or 1945, or was it 44? You know, they'd say those little things, I'm like, how in the world? But now I'm like, oh, Great Depression, World War II, you know, there are a lot of those big things that probably help them remember what those years were. We will all remember the year 2020, and our grandkids um, may be saying, how do you remember 2020? <laughs> you had to be there. <laughs> um, we remember very, very well. Um, we will never forget 2020. Well, at the end of 2019, kind of beginning of 2020, I just, I felt these words in my spirit, just when hindsight is 2020. And I, I asked the Lord, what, what does this mean? You know, I, do you, is this like a sermon or is this just, what, what is this? And I really didn't have any answer. I tried to come up with something and it was like, okay, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would want to read my Bible more. I want to pray more, you know, all these things. But, um, but as the year went on, I would think back to those, just that sense in my spirit when hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, when we look, when we think of hindsight being 2020, we usually think of mistakes we made. Um, oh, hindsight's 2020, you know. Um, maybe a missed opportunity, something we would have done differently if we had just known. Uh, man, I wish I had known. Um, so, um, but hindsight being 2020, kind of thinking of the year. We live in uncertain times, and. Um, but a few weeks ago, something just really um, was in my heart and my spirit, and just this realization that the future is 2020 vision for the Lord. He knows everything of the future. He knows what's going to happen. He knew what was going to happen long before 2020 came around. He knew um, every detail of it. He knew the heartbreak, the the pandemic, the um, just just everything that, that we've been through in the last year, um, the future is 2020 with God. He knows everything. He knows every detail. There is no surprise to him. He was not shocked when anything happened. He has 2020 vision of the future and even the present. But there's something amazing that I love that God has a plan to give us access to that 2020 vision. So we're not going through this, this world, this life, like blind men, you know. We've got access to this 2020 vision, and I'm going to share a little bit more. The first thing um, 
that we have that insight into that 2020 vision is through God's word. When we read God's word, we get it into our hearts and our spirits, we have a lot more insight into the future. And um, if you are around somebody who knows God's word, who has been around for a long time, and they speak something into your life, sometimes they can tell your future. I mean, you would think, oh, are you reading my palms? No, they're not reading your palms, but they know the scripture. They know that what it says, it may, like, um, for example, bad company corrupts good character. So if you're hanging out with people who are not godly influences, they can tell you your future, that it's going to corrupt you. It's going to lead you astray. It's going to lead you in a path you never planned to be. And you're like, how do you know? I mean, how do you know? Well, they know because the word of God, and they've seen it happen many, many times. Um, also, it says um, in Psalm 37, 4, take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, if when you know God's word and you realize, okay, if I'm taking delight in God's word, I know a little bit of the future that these desires that he has put into my heart are going to come into fruition. So I can see into the future just because of God's word. And so when we get God's word into our heart, um, we can see into the future. It's pretty, pretty amazing. So um, I want to show a, a picture. If um, Maybe some of you have started a new Bible plan this year. Maybe you were already in the middle of one. It, you know, the new year doesn't necessarily mean you have to start a new plan, but sometimes it's a time to just start fresh. And so... And um, we recently started a new, the new Bible plan, <clears throat> and we have papers on the back. Uh, if you like to use the check, you know, do it like that. If you like your app and you like to see the checkbox and it says um, your day's completed and, you know, your streaks and all that kind of things. Um, we have a Bible app, and um, it's, it's really a great way. If you drive a lot, you may want to listen to God's Word. Um, just... I have found myself, I can like listen to a news story, and then I'm like, I ain't got to listen to my Bible. <laughs> I just cannot handle this. This is just, um, that's just how I've been in the last year, really. But um, so our plan that a lot of us are doing now is um, right there. I can't say that word, but you could look it up if you want to, um, or we could help you, help you later on. It's also on our social media. You could see that. But that's the, um, one of the greatest pieces of advice I was ever given was in my daisies class when I was a little girl and it was in a song read your bible pray every day and you'll grow 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 and I, I remember those words still and it's the truth when you read your bible um, it really it really does impact your life but you're also going to see more into the future more clearly when you get God's word in your heart okay so um the other, what I'm going to spend most of the time today, though, on is um, another way that the Lord gives us 2020 vision or access to his 2020 vision, and that's through the Holy Spirit, through being filled with the Holy Spirit. Our, um, our main text is going to come from John 16, if you want to turn there, or you may want to just use your Bible app. If you do use the Bible app, you can go under Events and Odessa First Assembly, and it'll show scriptures and kind of um, help you with that. But, um, so we're going to start with John 16, and we're going to start with verse 7. Jesus told his disciples that there were going to be some rough days ahead. So there's kind of um, 
that, that discussion going on. But then in verse 7, he says, But very truly I tell you, it is good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment, about sin because people do not believe in me, about righteousness because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer, and about judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have so much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He's got that 2020 vision of the future. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he make, we will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. And then skipping down verse 33, it says, I've told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. I want us to pray right here. Lord, we just thank you so much for your word. I thank you for the promise that you give us, Lord, that you are going to walk with us, that the future may be very unclear for us. We almost don't know what to plan from day to day. But, God, you are already there. You already know what is there. And, Lord, you will guide us. And I pray this morning that you would just stir a hunger in our hearts for more of the Holy Spirit, that we will not walk around like blind like the blind, um, not knowing where to go and which way to turn, but we will have access to hear your voice and to um, follow your leading, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So when Jesus left this earth, he ascended back into heaven, and he sent the Holy Spirit. And because the Holy Spirit could be everywhere at the same time, I do not believe that the Holy Spirit is just an optional gift that you can just take or leave. I was thinking of um, at Christmas time, you know, there might be like a present way back, and you're thinking, where did that one gift go? I know there was one more gift somewhere, and it's like tucked way down, and you realize it's, it's back there, and you can't wait to open it. I mean, you want every single gift that's given to you, right? Well, God's given us an awesome gift of the Holy Spirit that we do not want to just leave over under the tree, leave it off somewhere. I mean, it's access to, um, to, to everything we need. So um, the, I know that the Holy Spirit has that 2020 vision of the future and the present, and I've experienced it in my own life. Has anybody else experienced that, where the Lord kind of gave you that knowledge of maybe stopping you from a decision or leading you into one other decision. There are a lot of times that the Lord has done this in me. For me personally, one of the most recent ones probably is in April of 2019. I was teaching and I was going to move to another job and I was going to be making more income because I needed to, I wanted to help our daughter who's going to school who is leaving this week to go to Texas Tech. All her plans changed in 2020, but she's going to Tech, so... Um, we're glad that she'll be closer to home and closer to family, but we will miss her a lot. So, um, anyway, so I was going to be going to this 
other school was a Christian school. It sounded great. It really made good sense. But every step I took in that direction, I just started feeling this unsettling in my spirit that I didn't need to do it. And, um, but I kept pushing through it because it just made sense, right, in my head. And, you know, everything just made sense. And, um, but that unsettling became more like a freight train in my spirit. Like, I could not shake it. And um, it, it kind of came to the, the point of Todd had preached on um, listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And that was the whole message. And I'm just sitting there going, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I was trying to hold it together that day. And I, I made it to the office, and I lost it. I mean, I was sobbing. Chris and Cassandra were there, and I was like, I don't know why, but I cannot take this job. And so um, Todd said, you know, I, I trust that you hear God's voice. And so, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what that what plan B is because we don't we didn't have a plan B but okay and so um, I was able to get out I'd already even signed the contract but I was able to get out of the contract and um, I don't know what would have happened if I had taken that job I know that I sensed that it was going to be a train wreck if I if I did I don't know why I don't know what it was going to be but um, I I just felt really strongly that I I could not take the job but I do know that I've been able to devote more time with the church. I haven't been stressed to the hilt. And then, you know, church. And we came here for church. We didn't come here for a job. For a, you know what I mean? So this, is, this was our purpose in coming here. And so I know that the Lord led me. He knew into the future. He knew what was going to happen before I had any clue. That's one of the many times. But um, he... He saved me from a lot of other, other big mistakes throughout my life, too. But um, what, I'm, what I'm really wanting us to, to understand is that when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, He not only brings the evidence of speaking in tongues, which, which um, strengthens our spirits, but he, it's an intimacy with the Holy Spirit. It's, it's a power. It's a... Um, a leading that will help us live out this walk, to live out our lives for Jesus. One of the scriptures that that Todd has quoted many times, it's one of his favorite scriptures, it's 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and, um, and 10. It says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit. He reveals these things. For his spirit searches out everything and shows us his deep secrets. So the Holy Spirit in us, when we are full of the Holy Spirit, he's going to show us the the things of God. He's going to show us deep secrets. Don't you want to know God's deep secrets? That is amazing that we can know God's deep secrets. So I want to just share a few things. Why just the importance of being filled with the Holy Spirit. And I encourage you um, to, to take this, but also let the Lord just stir a hunger in us today for more. You know, one of the things that's just in my heart, Helena, when we were talking about the, um, the fasting and prayer, what is in your heart, what's in your spirit, that's, or what's a scripture that's kind of encouraging you? And my just... I want to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. 
I want, to, I want his voice to be stronger in me. I don't want to rely on my personality and just what I always do, but I want to be, because there's a lot of people to reach, and we can't, um, necess- I can't personally reach every single person. Um, I will look like a crazy person and be a crazy person if I tried to do that, but if I can listen to every nudging of the Holy Spirit, and can you imagine what we could do, you know, if we listen to that, those nudges, so, um, so let's, I want to kind of break this down a little bit, the Holy Spirit, when he, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, he's our guide, in verse 12 of our text, it says that when the Holy Spirit comes, he'll guide you into the truth, I don't think I'm alone in saying that it's hard to figure out what the truth is today, I mean, we're getting so many, so much information, and it all conflicts, we don't know what to believe, um, it's, I'm not going to do a whole rabbit trail there, but from, from politics, news, doctors, what's going on in the world, it's just, it's just really kind of crazy. It's hard to decipher these days. But when the Holy Spirit comes in you, he will guide you into the truth. So you're not going to be the crazy person trying to like figure out all the conspiracies. Uh, I don't even call them conspiracy theories. I think there are some conspiracies out there. But... We have to stay in, with, when we are guided by the Holy Spirit, he's going to guide us into truth, because he is truth. The next thing that the Holy Spirit's going to do is he's going to remind us. We need reminders all the time, right? <laughs> the Holy Spirit reminds us. In, in John 14, 26, it says, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. The Holy Spirit will remind you. Um, this struck me kind of funny because, um, anyway, I was just thinking of needing reminders and reminders and reminders and reminders, and I was thinking of me telling my kids to take their vitamins. I'm like, how many times am I going to remind you to take your vitamins? And they still forget. I'm like, how do you forget? But I guess it's kind of like me sometimes needing those reminders of the Holy Spirit And the last thing that, I mean, the Holy Spirit does many things, but the Holy Spirit also empowers us. In Acts 1.8 says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The Holy Spirit empowers us to be bold in our witness. So many today, so many even professing Christians have cowered down, have changed their theology, have uh, manipulated scripture to make it say what culture wants it to say, but when we are full of the Holy Spirit, truth is in us, and the power is in us. I'm going to say that part again. I'm going to go back, because many professing Christians, I say professing because I don't know where their, really, their heart is, but they profess to be Christians, but they have cowered back and changed their theology. I have heard it so many times because a, a, their child has chosen a different lifestyle, then they changed their theology. That's not the way it works. They have manipulated Scripture to make it say what the culture wants it to say. But when we are full of the Holy Spirit, he leads us into truth. The truth, the truth of the gospel, the truth is in us. The power is in us. Spirit-filled people are not wishy-washy. 
We're not. I don't mean to be, I'm not talking about opinionated, okay? That's not an excuse. We're not just opinionated, but we are not wishy-washy. We don't change. We don't change our beliefs based on culture. We don't change just because we had a rough year. No, we stay in truth because the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us into truth every step of the way. What is the truth? What is the truth? The truth is that God created us, male and female. God created us to have a lifelong companion, that husband and wife relationship. God created you when you were a a, a baby and the doctor said, it's a boy or it's a girl, right? That's what God created us to be. Truth. He leads us into truth. You are probably very aware of this, but our, I know that our kids have had some very um, interesting discussions with people. Um, their, their, cult, their generation is very challenging in, um, in everything right now with, um, with regards to Scripture. And I've really been amazed. Sometimes I've thought, how did he know to say that? And I, I know it's the Holy Spirit that gives that, that boldness in those words to say, because I'm thinking, I know we've never said those exact words. You know, how are you, how is this happening? But I, I believe that, that the Holy Spirit guiding us into truth and giving us the power to be a witness, to stand firm in our faith. I, I, back in, I guess, May, Mother's Day, um, I talked a little bit about this, and I said, I don't know how we're going to make it without being filled in the Holy Spirit. I really just don't. And that was early May. What all has happened since then? I still say that. I don't see how we can make it without being filled with the Holy Spirit. If you go anywhere in other, I I think this is true, but in other countries where spiritual warfare is very intense, I mean, it doesn't matter, Baptist, Methodist, Spirit, I mean, Pentecostal, they're all Spirit-filled. Um, because they know that they need the power to be able to stand in in those trying places. And we are not far behind them. And really, we are actually there. We need the Holy Spirit. We need his power. And Jesus said that in this world we would have trouble. If we didn't experience that before, if we had it easy before, we know now that that things are different, things have changed in our world, but we don't have to fear the future when the Holy Spirit is our internal guide, he's our reminder, he's our power source. Amen. Remember in John 16 when Jesus said, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world We don't have to go into the future without a guide. We have access to the only one with whom the future is 2020. I wouldn't make, I'm encouraging you, don't make another decision, not another big decision, until you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't find another job, another church, another relationship, ending a relationship, moving, nothing, until you're filled with the Holy Spirit, because he's already there. He already knows you can pack your bags and move to another city and be out from the, the fellowship that you have and 
it's not going to be better. Um, you might think getting out of one relationship is going is to help, but, but we need the guide of, guidance of the Holy Spirit. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. So how can you be filled with the Holy Spirit? In Acts 2, I love the story. I, I know I've said this before, but I love the book of Acts. It is such a, it's such an adventure. So, so, and I really experienced that when I taught fourth grade and we were reading it like an adventure. And it was so, so exciting. But it really is amazing just to see the power of the Holy Spirit at work in their lives and them go through crazy things and the Holy Spirit um, just led them and uh, the miracles that they had. It was really, really neat. But Acts 2 kind of gives us the first, um, the first time that people were filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus told them to stay until they were endued with power from on high. So there were 120 believers that went together in this upper room. They were all together in one place. I, I was researching just a little bit to see like how long they were in there. I mean, it was like, hey, we just showed up and said, hey, Holy Spirit, come. All right, we're out of here. And that's not what happened. I mean, it was maybe about 10 days. So 120 people, I don't know. Might have been an interesting, an interesting thing. I don't know how long, you know, 10 days with 120 people. And I wonder if they had showers. I don't know. But anyway, um, but they were all together in one accord. They were in one mind. They were, they were waiting. He said to wait until you're endued with power on high, from on high. So it's, um, so I'm going to read in Acts 2. I, I love when it says, though, then it happened suddenly. So, you know, all, like they waited for 10 days, but then all of a sudden, bam, the Holy Spirit came and changed their lives. I love the change that happened in Peter from, couldn't even stand up for, I mean, he was scared and told people he didn't even know Jesus and then next thing you know he's like saying we're not drunk <laughs> just like you think I know we act like we're a bunch of crazy people that were drunk but we are not drunk as you suppose because this is the Holy Spirit so anyway Acts 2 verse 1 when the day of Pentecost came they were all together in one place suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. When you're seeking to be filled with the Holy Spirit, it can happen in an instant, but it often takes time seeking the Lord. Then that suddenly will happen. You're yielding yourself to the Holy Spirit. Spend time. Spend extended time in the Lord's presence. And this is, this is ongoing. Um, pray, repent, humble yourself, open your heart to whatever He wants. Ask Him to fill you. Take time to be still and quiet. You don't even have to be talking. I mean, sometimes it's time for us to be quiet. You know, just, just listen. Just listen for a little bit. Soak in God's presence. Uh, like Sam, 
Samantha, who's here, said a few weeks ago that Todd had taught her to be a good host. That means listening to him, um, not grieving him or quenching him, but being a good host. It happens differently for everyone. I um, have a friend, her, her dad was a Baptist minister, and he just was seeking the Lord just in his own, at home actually, and the Lord just filled him with the Holy Spirit. It's, it was amazing. Um, we had another friend. She was just saying, she was just brand new saved. And she's like, I just want to be so close to God, and I just don't even know what else to do. But I've just been asking and asking God. Just, I just want to be closer to you, God. And this is a Wednesday night after church. And so um, I was like, do you know about being filled with the Holy Spirit? And she said, um, I don't know. I don't think she really knew. But I said, well, I mean, we don't have to wait till Sunday, you know, we don't have to wait till some other day. Let's just, let's just pray now. And so a few of us went into my dad's office in Lubbock and um, I think Todd prayed for her. And I mean, instantly she was filled with the Holy Spirit and it was amazing. It was just amazing. So it can happen very quickly, but seek diligently. Seek to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is a life changer. He is, I mean, it is so life changing. Um, and, and for those of us that have been filled with the Holy Spirit before, this is not just a one-time occurrence. It's not just like, okay, I was filled back then and I'm good. Um, D.L. Moody was once asked why he, why he urged Christians to be filled constantly with the Holy Spirit. He said, well, I need a continual infilling because I leak. And it is true. We leak. Um, we are not perfect vessels, but we need that continual infilling of the Holy Spirit. So this morning, I'm going to ask you to stand. And I just encourage you to seek, seek hard after the Lord. It really is worth it. It is worth it to serve God with all of your heart. It is so worth it. I, I just wish I could express that more, but you know, there is nothing like following the leading of the Holy Spirit. There's nothing like um, your, your family serving God together. Um, there's nothing like being with church family and just the presence of God. There's nothing like having church family friends that you can get together and have a great time and there's no alcohol involved and there's no worry of anything bad going on. There is, there is, um, there's nothing like it. The more you get of God, you're going to have such um, access to that the future. God's going to protect you. God's going to protect you from, from bad relationships, from bad choices, because His voice in us, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, it does become like a freight train. You're like, okay, I don't know why this is, but apparently I need to do something different here. And um, that it is worth it. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that this message was an encouragement to you. Remember, you can find more about us at odessafirstassembly.com and also across the social media platforms. 
It is our prayer that God blesses you, keeps you, sustains you. And if you're ever in the area of the Permian Basin, come and join us at Odessa First Assembly. God bless you.